man. Tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby. This might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. That's it, one take. We're not even doing it again. Keep that. That's the one. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Episode 139, we in the building. You already know who it is. It's the host with the most, B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yes, yes. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please download the Alive Podcast app on iOS or Android. And please follow us on all social media at This Might Not Go Well. If you need branded deals, business opportunities, please email us at thismightnotgoat at gmail.com. All right, episode 139, weekly check-ins. How you doing this week, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, Definitely... I've been playing ball, so I'm definitely walking around. I don't know if I have a broken toe. I don't know if I popped something in my foot. It's not fun right now. <laughs> that recovery time. <laughs> that recovery time. Ever since I made that comment a couple weeks, bro, every time something happened, it's like, ooh, you out. I've been day-to-day for like the last month. <laughs> so I'm going to go get it checked out, I think, because I'm like, this is no pain. Like, I don't like any pain I've ever felt. But on some nerd shit, i just been, you know, trying to tap back into just not even nerd shit, but just trying to have fun. And I was like, damn. It's gonna be a little team. I was in the bathroom. I was just thinking about Star Wars. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, it's wild. It's funny. I was like, damn. Like all the we're at that age where all this shit that we grew up on is getting rebooted. Same with what happened to our parents. But I think for our parents, they had like the first generation of stuff. So we got like kind of like the prequels, and now we got the sequels and shit. And I think we mm-hmm. all can admit, like you see how Marvel's about to do their rebrand and like they reset after they do the next big Avengers movie and whatnot. I'm like, Star Wars kind of fucked up because a lot of this shit that they got going on. They they did it on and on shit that people wasn't watching. Now they're referencing it, referencing it in like mainstream culture with like Ashoka, The Mandalorian, etc. Which I, as a fan, I'm happy for. But I'm like them prequel. I mean, them sequel trilogies was ass. Ray, yeah, female Jedi, black stormtrooper that should have been a Jedi that didn't get it. The Han like, Solo movie was Busuda. <laughs> I liked Han Solo because I felt like we ain't never really heard his backstory, so it's like we can't really say it was wrong. But I'm like niggas know. Luke Skywalker wasn't going to turn his back on the Jedi Order after all that shit. You feel me, niggas? Know like we all like we all in every version of Star Wars, his uh, his family members joined the dark side. But come on, my nigga, they only had one kid between all them niggas. You feel me? So yeah. and my thing, one thing that the uh, and this is funny, I really was taking this shit and I thought about this. I was like, yo, they introduced this concept and they did it in Ashoka. If you watch Ashoka, where it's called the World Between Worlds, and nigga, they brought Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, like in the flesh, brought that nigga back in twenty twenty three. And I was like, if they were smart, what they would do, because they got all this world building, but you know, when they do all this shit, the niggas don't talk. So they fucking have all these different people on the shit. Literally, all they have to do is have, say that whatever happened in the, pre- the sequel trilogies, it was a manipulation in the world between worlds by the Sith. You send like all the main niggas. So you get old ass Luke Skywalker. You, you built like an Avengers of the Star Wars universe to go to the world between worlds to fight the Sith and all the different characters. And then uh, similar to what they're doing in, in Marvel and DC and shit, reset the fucking timeline. Redo- you know what kind of reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of Kingdom Hearts. Bro! <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, like, because 
everybody knows from Kingdom Hearts 2 to Kingdom Hearts 3 is probably over a decade <laughs> between those two games. But in those two games, they released Game Boy Advance, um, um, Nintendo DS. They even had like a mobile game that tied into the... So it kind of reminded me of that, though. It's too many pieces, hold. but it's like, it's real lit characters. How can you have them all, like, to tell me, like, yo, after 40 years, oh, by the way, this was happening, which makes sense. Other shit happened in the galaxy, but, like, they've invented some great characters, and you don't really get to see them interact, and we've lost RRP, Carrie Fisher. We've, we've seen people in Star Wars pass away. I know I'm being, like, a super nerd. Like, I'm going to start showing y'all more of this side, too, especially on Slick Talk, which will be on the Patreon. I did my episodes, too. Fuck you, bitch. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's not me, nigga. I've been asking to do the Patreon for but, years. But um, anyways, anyways, yeah, like I just feel like you could put them together, you could give them their big moment, and then you reset that shit. You really built in a cheat code. We could go back and redo episode seven, eight, nine, and niggas not even gonna realize it. It's like, oh, we could keep Ray. You keep all these characters. You can have Ray go back, like literally have Ray pop back up into the fucking what her, the, the the new timeline, and you bring back Kylo Ren or, or you bring back Ben Solo. You let uh, Luke be a hero. You got they recasted all of these characters. Why the fuck not? But yeah, that's what my mind is right now. I'm like, I could be thinking about work and love and all that you, great you stuff. Know, you know, you know what they got to bring back? Knights of the Old Republic. That game was the shit. But they're doing they a movie about that. They're doing a movie about that too. But that's my point. Is like they got so much happening, but it's disjointed. Like even with Marvel, bro. Like they, we already know what the plan is. They going to go through Kang Dynasty. They going to lose. Then apparently, what the plan is. Like the our Avengers will lose in our timeline, and then the, the TVA from Loki is supposed to bring like Wolverine, Deadpool, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield, Spider Man, Blade, like all those characters that are in different mo- universes. Maybe introduce a couple other ones, and they're going to go join our Avengers and fight Kang and the Beyonder in the last one. And at the end, they're going to reset that shit. Side note: Do you think they should recast Black Panther? I think that if they do what I'm suggest- what I'm saying, what I'm hearing they're supposed to do, they don't have to recast Black Panther. They're going to recast everybody. So I think that we still get to honor our T'Challa. So basically at the end of Secret Wars, what's going to happen is that like everybody's going to disappear on some shit, and it's going to give us a new world with new characters. Like Iron Man's going to come back, but it won't be Robert Downey Jr. It'll be, oh, it'll be the black girl. Not, right? I mean, not even. We're going to recast Tony Stark. We're going to recast Captain America. We're going to recast Black Panther. We're going to recast all those characters with new actors. Everybody's old. So now when they do that shit, it's like, yo, we wrap, we pretty much wrapped up our story with, you know, that era, those 20 years of movies, and now we're giving y'all the new Avengers. Like, we're getting the It's not like it's going to be happening for decades on. But that's... <laughs> going, but every, that, every, like, every 10 years or so, I, yo, start a new universe. <laughs> but it's like, it's more like 20. But at the same point, that's what happened, what always happens in Hollywood. At least this way, even if we get new characters, they might redo some stories and make them better. They might... You know, do stories that they didn't touch before because they didn't know how to do it. It gives them that. You're right because DC DC is going through that right now. They're scrapping everything now, and they are starting a new universe now. What they need to do is bring out Icon because Icon is the black Superman in DC. They need to bring out more of those black heroes if they really want to win people over. Start by winning the black folks by opening up that universe with um, Static Shock and um. That whole, if you could do that and bring Icon as the front, as the face front, hey. But that's the point. So now, but I thought I think they might have Michael B. Jordan play the Black Superman. In fact, Michael B. Jordan, no, 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 he can't be, he can't be Icon because Icon is a, is a lawyer. And he's been alive since slavery time. He's gonna, he gonna be Val. So I don't think he might. He's gonna be Val's eye. He's gonna be the black, the actual Black Superman, who was actually okay. president. 
But that's what I'm saying. So, like, that's where we're going. Everything that we grew up on, even Power Rangers is about to reboot, bro. So, that's where my... Yo, you know, now you got me in my nerd talk. That movie was good. That movie deserved a sequel, Oh, 2017 joint? It was fucking phenomenal. It just was a little bit too... It was, for some people, like, everybody was so used to, like, the the kiddiness of Power Rangers. That was a mature take. That's what Netflix should do. They should lean into. But everything... That that shit pissed me off, because I was like, yo, I really like this movie. Everybody I went to the movies with said, oh, this shit dope. And I'm thinking, all right... I know this shit gonna take two or three years because that budget was insane. All that CGI was crazy. Cool. Shit never came out. And I was like, bro, you had potential. You had serious potential. But a shout out to them even just having the old character, the old Power Rangers with that reboot too. But I ain't gonna lie. I was listening to New Rory and Maul. The reboot culture is trash though. So I, I appreciate them starting new. <laughs> But I don't want them to reboot anything else because the reboot shit hasn't has really been a hit or miss, to be honest with you. I think and coming that, to America was trash. <laughs> yeah. I think that what else? I think that with a lot of those reboots, it wasn't a true reboot. A reboot is like we starting from scratch. You feel me? Like even if you haven't seen this, now you get your entry point. You feel me? I think a lot of people were just making sequels or they were rebooting something that came out two years ago. So like mm. I think when you have something like a Star Wars, which has been the last what ten to fifteen years of this just this Disney era, right? Or you have Power Rangers thirty years, event Marvel twenty twenty years going on, right? You reboot it in a way where you give closure to all the branches and now you have like Marvel in this case has all its characters back. Remember they were owned by different studios. So now you get oh, the, yes, you yes, get yes. you get the Avengers where you get an actual Hulk movie where he doesn't just have to play a side character. Or you can use everybody's rogues gallery and it's like you could really create some crazy shit. But that's what my mind has been like when it's like content wise. Like even like Dragon Ball has a fake reboot. They said they got the Dragon Ball Diamond shit coming out. Bro, what the fuck? But it's before I actually like GT. Niggas nah, I know nah. niggas don't respect mm-hmm. GT, but I actually kinda like GT. Kid Goku kick, kicking niggas ass kick, and that's super saying. But four. that was it. That was it. We really it was really the Goku show and it was at the expense of I'm a Gohan fan. Like Gohan's my favorite anime character of all time. And he got shitted on Goten. Goten was the had the coolest design in GT. That was you can't tell me oh, nothing. Yeah. And it's like he had like five episodes. Him him and Trunks like they made Trunks like even Trunks didn't get shit, bro. But this new shit is supposed to be before Super. So it's supposed to be in that four-year gap between Z and Super. That's why they're not going to have... That's why Beerus isn't in it. That, but it's like... It's also weird because uh, Supreme Kai shouldn't be a child in that shit. Because he was still fused with Kabito. So it's like... But Akira Toriyama's doing the script. But even that shit is like... Our classics are getting revamped or rebooted. And it's like, as a nerd, you appreciate the effort as long as it's done right. We see what's happening with Marvel. Like, these niggas... They just give. They tell a nigga do a movie. We got to introduce his character. Like they violated King and Ant Man, but thankfully, shout out to Loki. They getting that. They fixing that shit. So I'm really big on like. The but he didn't like King and Ant and Ant Man. He lost to Ants, and King lo- and King always <laughs> he always loses the first fight, like in the comics and the cartoons and shit. I just think it was frustrating because it was like Jonathan Majors was acting his ass off, and you had like high like you had high leverage actors in the movie. Oh, I forgot I had a tattoo. That's funny and. <laughs> But you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked. I was like, "What the fuck is on my arm?" But you had like high level. You had a chance to tell a great story, and I think ever since Avengers, well, Spider Man, No Way Home, I think that they have great ideas for stories, but they're leaning into like novelty. Like Doctor Strange should have been amazing. Ant Man should have been good. Ant Man has not been a bad movie. You feel me? Yeah. But we've been tired. Let's jump back in. Well, how you feeling? What's going on with you? Oh man, um, I'm doing all right, man. You feel me? Uh, 
I'm excited. You know, my niece is going to UA. I'm happy following my uncle over here. You feel me? Um, Also going to homecoming. So if you in homecoming, you feel me? HBCU of the North. Um, I'll be there, even though it's going to rain, though. But, uh, you know, if you see me, you know, holler, ski. <laughs> you know? But oh, well, I'm doing okay, man. Um, I'm finally um getting my stuff together now. So I'm I'm starting to take my project management classes now. Also, I'm also taking some other classes, certifications. Um, and also I got my good annual review. So niggas appreciate me at this at this job. So I'm like, okay, let me let me get my shit together. And then also, like I've been saying, I've been like mentally preparing for the last month or so for sad. You feel me? I ain't making sure I ain't kicking my ass this year. You feel me? So overall, I'm doing all right. But I want to get into some serious news first, and it's going to be real quick because like we said in the previous episode, we're going to be very sensitive with this topic, but I just want to just send healing energy, like for real, for real, I'm prayers to everyone that's being affected over there in Palestine and Israel because I'm seeing the images, the videos, I'm seeing... um people who passed away, people who injured, missing arms and limbs. And it's, there's a lot of stuff, you know, in the media, you know, yeah, Jada and all that good stuff. But, oh, my God, we fail to forget there's people going through crisis every single day. Um, hospitals being bombed. I'm not going to really get into too much of the politics or which side is that type of thing. But, Jesus, I just, just prayers, just honestly, and good prayers, and I just hope we can resolve this conflict because I'm tired of seeing not only just people, but the kids, man. I just seen too many kids, bro. No, that's offending. I think that uh, the the heartbreaking part of it is like last week. I definitely played it neutral, but I think that it's it was it's being painted publicly, at least as you know Israel versus Hamas. But a lot of the damage is being done to all the Palestinian people, and I mm-hmm. think that. The, the 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 input from other nations about well if you join in and you do this and you do that then it's like it's like it's a setup for a, a bigger conflict and I think that to your point about seeing people die children dying women and children like it's 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 not okay you understand me and I think that when you see like you're not trying to dis what's what I'm looking for you're not trying to take away for right lack of better words right now from anybody's experience but it's also like you got to call a spade a spade if you're saying it's against a group of people, but you're taking out everybody that looks like them, that's the, that's a problem. Granted, whatever, right? Granted, whatever issues that have been systemically, historically between the two regions, that still doesn't give it a right to completely try to extinguish a people under the name of going after a specific group. You know, so I really hope that we can come to some kind of resolution for this. But I also think it has to be some understanding that you know, loss of life. Or because we're frustrated or we're upset or whatever is happening is never okay on either side. And we can't lose like we can't recklessly attack in that respect. Beautifully said. Now on to entertainment news. Funny Marco. All right. He would just released um a video on his open thought channel, you know, with G Herbo and Southside. Now now since that white girl took his style and ran <laughs> ran away with it and making millions of dollars. Funny Marco still continues to deliver his dry humor, but a lot of people had a problem with this episode with G Herbo on Southside. 
What's your whole thoughts on that, Slick? Hold on. First, you're talking about that white girl that does the interviews? Yeah, Bobby. Oh. She basically took it. Um, so so what happens was he, he was kind of like one of the first one or two people on her podcast. And she kind of like took his whole flow because he does like he he been doing the dry humor stuff like she trying to do. Um, so that's kind of like his his spiel. But everybody has been on G Herbal and Southside on how they handle it. Niggas do a drink. Niggas broke his 30K watch. <laughs> I'm just saying right now. And he also released a statement talking about, you know, even though he felt, um, you know, affected by that interview, he still released it. At the end of the day, bro, you are a man. <laughs> and you have full control of that. If you didn't like what it what it was about, if you felt some type of way about it, Either you do something at that time or you don't release that footage, bro. Everything is everything is pub though. But it's it's not like it was not like um regular people recorded it. Like they in your studio <laughs> with your crew. <laughs> you edit this, you put this out on your own, and you're and you basically so I like I'm not condoning what G Herbal and Southside had done in that interview, because I think they was trying to do his dry humor, but they kind of failed at it. But, bro, if you really had it, because my thing about it is he really spoke out against it. But I'm like, bro, you released it, bro. No niggas don't care until they see the feedback. And then, you know, so, yeah, you have any thoughts on that or not? I saw it pop up. I think that, one, to be upset and to be creating content can be, don't have to be mutually exclusive. But I also feel like to the point of, like, like you put it out. So once you put it out, like going for sympathy after that, like you still knew it was going to do views, and it's your job to sell your content. So that's why a lot of these times I don't have too much sympathy in these respects because I'm like, if somebody else leaked it, all right, cool, we could talk about it. But if you put it out on your channel, like you're doing it to get your numbers up, like the watch probably fake. Let's keep it a stack. <laughs> like you're not just trying to make a thirty thousand. Let's call it. Let's keep it a bean. Maybe it's maybe it's like 10 ten k. It's still a lot of money, but come on, like let's be real, and. I just feel like, yo, we do a lot of stupid shit to go through, get to get that clout, to get that, you know, that that issue. I'm a, I haven't sat down to watch the full video, but I can give it a listen and give it a look. I don't care. Just watch the clips, honestly, bro. Just watch the clips. I'm at that point too with long form content. Like I, I started like going back to the Bobby girl again. I saw her the clip with her and ScarJo. I watched some of the Offset interview. He's like, I'm just giving some of my her own energy. Shout out to Offset the album Fire. Um. I just, nah, he he roasted shit out of her. <laughs> it was funny. He's like, he needs some seasoning. But it's also like, you know, to, for the Bobby girls, like, yo, you making your name off hip hop. Like, you going to get what come with it. And as niggas, we've always learned. We always don't go back. Even me. I watched the interview the last week. I didn't even think about it. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm really giving this girl views of you. Like, <laughs> you feel me? It's entertainment, but it's also like at the expense. Like, then we get mad when she goes and sees Scarlett. Like, oh my God, can I do your hair? Can I fix your hair? Like, when she's, I, when she's genuinely starstruck and she's getting interviews with some of the biggest people in our culture, it's like, I don't give a fuck. You know? Yeah, that's a fact. So now, Slick Rico's been going out everywhere. We had Donald Trump, mm-hmm. Young Thugger Thugger. He might just get Yo. hit with the Rico. Oh, that song was fire. DJ Envy, I go lie, he felt like Beanie Seagull. I could feel it, baby. Yeah, so that music video, niggas looking around, the cops around it. So, as you know, DJ Envy is possibly involved in a real estate Rico. Uh, the well, Ponzi. Partner. You feel me? Caesar Penner is being alleged in a multi-million dollar real estate fraud scheme. 
and he's been charged and complaint in one count of wire fraud. He has been he has pleaded not guilty and released on a million dollar bond. And also he's placed on house arrest. But this is not only this is I want to say this because I ain't gonna lie to you. They started. They 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 raided. The feds raided the iHeart office, for, looking for shit on all DJ Envy, and I kind of feel sad because I don't know if you saw what he said online. He basically was like, "Bro, I didn't know he was stealing money from niggas. I don't need to steal money from niggas. I've been making money my whole entire career, but you trust the nigga, you know, uh, the nigga that looked like Flat Joe. <laughs> Shout out to Donald Rollins." <laughs> And look what happened, bro. D- What's your thoughts on the whole DJ Envy facing the Rico over here? First and foremost, regardless of money status and whatever, if something sounds too good to be true, nine times out of ten, it isn't true. You feel me? There's some kind of catch or con that is going to potentially bite you. And I mean, we talk about PPP loans, even though a lot of people got off, but niggas that look like us went to jail. <laughs> you feel me? Yep, that's offended. You feel me? So a lot of times those things aren't what they seem. Is real estate a great business? The same thing like having an LLC. Is it a great thing to have if you can do it the right way? Absolutely. But there's a lot of pitfalls and legality that can get you hemmed up real quick. Like, you're not just going to write off everything that you do and think that they, they never coming to get you. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Somehow, someway, you just you made how much money, but you claim how much of a loss? What? Oh, you earned this property, that property, that property? I respect what Cardi B said about real estate more than I respect anything DJ Envy said. She said, yo, I'd rather buy a bag. I know it's going to retain its value. We got niggas that's not paying rent. You feel me? And it's like, it's more of a hassle to take them to court about shit, especially in New York and the surrounding area, than it is to just be like, fuck it. You got it. I'm not fighting you. So yeah. for Envy's respect, it's just like, bro, you got to know who you're getting into business with. And once, it's like, he said, that's saw the clip with Charlamagne. Like, Charlamagne said, this shit a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, nigga, it probably was. It was too good to be true. If y'all making money hand over fist, and you just come in and put a little bread in, and you eat like a king, Without doing a lot of work, not saying he probably wasn't doing work, but a lot. Like you, you can still run all your media empires and the car show and everything, nigga, nigga. Lucky that nigga wasn't selling drugs. Come on now, like bro, niggas gotta be more smart these days, bro. You can't sit here and really think, oh, I'm gonna give this nigga 10k and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get back 25, and I'm literally sitting on my ass, like, bro. That's not gonna happen, bro. Oh. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. That shit is not gonna happen. Now, the reason why they are investigating DJ Envy, he didn't necessarily because he even Caesar said that he had nothing to do with the schemes. But the thing about it was he went on DJ Envy platform multiple times promoting these services. So the problem that the public have with DJ Envy is, bro, by letting him come on your platform, you gave him credibility. So, so usually, so like like what you just said. If you was just you, slick, just going to people asking them for money, say you could flip it, niggas would tell you to get out of here. But if I heard, if you was on Breakfast Club, the number one syndicated radio show, and the niggas over there is hyping you up, and then you go to niggas and niggas might give you their bread. So that's why DJ Envy is catching a lot of flack because he he knew his credibility to basically pack to to back the scheme. And it's fucked up because your boy Caesar, you thought you thought your homeboy had your back the whole time. He was using you. And I you know what I think it was? I think he borrowed some money to pay off some other shit. And then he continued that, thinking that he's gonna make it back, especially now he got the credibility of the Breakfast Club and look like it bit you in the ass when you couldn't start paying people back. Think you just got too much, you got too much chip on your you got too much dip on your chip, brother. <laughs> So hopefully, because now what they're saying now is 
iHeart might have to let go DJ Envy now due to being a part of this investigation and everything, which is kind of crazy now because then that Breakfast Club reign is going to be over if that's the case. Because we know Charlamagne got other projects that he's going to jump on. He's not going to do the whole Breakfast Club by himself. I think at this point, though, too, it's just talking heads and chemistry. I think Charlamagne has a lot of his personality. You can get two people that work together to join him. You get a, another young lady. Another. You could change, flip the dynamic to where you can still make it work. It's just like, is it going to... He wants to do TV. He wants to do talk shows. So what he did with his um, show on Comedy Central, that's something that he's been wanting to do. And I think I think he, he, he fucks with Breakfast Club because, you know, it's something that helps propel him in other spaces with his other projects. But if that shit falls apart, he's not doing a lot of radio show. He's not going to try to hold it up on his own. He's going to go straight to talk shows and do that. Because I think that's what he's been trying to do <laughs> forever now. It just hasn't been picking up well. Because look at him now. He's going to be hosting a daily show on October 30th to November 2nd while they're trying to find a new host for that. They've been trying to find a new host for that shit for like a year already. Like, <laughs> <laughs> might as well just rotate it. Turn that shit into like, I think that's where you kind of get the energy. Like, it's not, we're not going to get another John Stewart or Trevor Noah. Let's allow people to have like residencies at the Daily Show. That shit could be tough. Because you say, give them, a, give them two weeks, see what they're hitting for. And you and then eventually you could rotate them in and out if you find like a, a good couple of people that give different perspective on different topics. Maybe even a panel. That shit could be tough. That's a fact. But but slick, let me ask you a question, yo. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question, yo. What happened? I told this girl to give me head because I need it. But if I fuck with you, then I might eat it. Niggas talking about when it's going to repeat it. What the fuck, bro? I'm one away from Mike, nigga. Beat it, Drizzy Drake Rogers. Fuck is niggas talking about over here? Tired of it. Go Michael Jackson for number one billboard and gave it also helped one of his great friends, Jermaine Cole, get his first number one in his career. If he's not the motherfucking goat, <sighs> slick, you take it over from here because I'm about to go on a whole rant if you don't. <laughs> Congratulations to Drake and J. Cole. Drake got another number one, but J. Cole gets his first number one single on the Billboard Hot 100. It was a close race between first person shooter and uh, I don't give a fuck featuring Yeet. I thought Yeet might have pulled it out because the young kids listen to that shit, but uh, that Cole shit hard. Cole, and we got to admit Cole smoked too. <laughs> no, he did not. Cole smoked that <laughs> he man. He did not. Cole he said I. Pa- he said I, I searched I one p- name, end up seeing twenty things: Nadine, Christine, Justine, Kayleen, Charlene, Paul Dean, Claudine. Man, I packed them on his phone like some sardines. And they all send me naked pictures. This is small. Bro. You niggas, you niggas still taking pictures on a golf stream. My nick, my youngest richer than you rappers, and they all stream. Okay. Oh my. Oh my. Once again, my youngest, my youngins is richer than all you rappers, and they all stream. And that's a fact. Shout out to Costanet and Aiden Ross and them. Oh my goodness. Nigga address YB immediately. I'm not even going to go with the first verse. Come on, boy. Nigga so thirsty to put me in beef. Dissected my words. Start looking too deep. I look at the tweets and start sucking my teeth. I'm letting it rock because I love the mystique. Still want to get me a song with YB. Can't trust everything that you saw on IG. Just know if I dish you, I'll make sure you know that I hit you like I'm on your caller ID. Nigga was talking, bro. Bars. I told Jimmy Jam I knew a Grammy as a doorstop. 
Fuck, fuck a Grammy. Still in this bitch getting bigger. They waiting on the kid to come drop like a father to be. Love when they argue the hardest and see. Is it K Dot? Is it Aubrey or me? We in, we the big three like we started a league, but right now I feel like Muhammad Ali. I'm talking about niggas you don't even fuck with on your record, nigga. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> she she called my number. I leave her hanging. She got dry clean. She got an Android and her message is lime green. Shout out to all my Android users. He 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 recognized me out here, though. No. The Come one, on the one that they call when they shit ain't connected no more. Feel like I got a job in IT. Ramen with me. Is he the he looked like mistake. a nigga that work in IT. Ramen you know with me is that the biggest like mistake. But then he cleaned it up. The Spider Man meme is me looking at Drake. Like he literally came with a nigga. Like niggas hit me when they need they shit to connect. <laughs> you need to- I really hate that you've been selling them false dreams, man. If your pub was for up for sale, I I buy the whole thing. You saw what he did with Pharrell, um, chain. Don't, don't let none of his enemies pub go for sale, my nigga Joe Button. Push your T, because he buying that shit. Pump, pump it up. What you talking about? And also, it automatically beats him, beats J. Coleverse because he beat Michael Jackson with the... Why mention Michael Jackson in that song? KO. Come on now. I'm not saying Drake shit wasn't good. I just said Cole I know, smoked I know, him. I know you're not saying that. Cole smoked him on that. that for bar. Drake, no, Drake, the punchlines alone, bro. Yeah, yeah. Drake just said I got. He said Drake said I got hoes. I got money. I'm that nigga. Cole said nigga, I'm the best. And I'm saying it on your song. The beat switch was nice. It was. He said, though, he said Spider Man looking. We both the goats. That's After what saying niggas saying. hit me when they shit don't connect. No, <laughs> but he was just on Little Yachty's secret, um, the secret reference he's talking about. Um, it's not like the Drake effect. He already know he don't got the Drake effect. He doesn't. He, he knows. Does. He knows. But that's it. We he said, said com- that. we said commercially nobody's touching Drake. But bar like nigga, I, 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 I know that. I'm just saying. I'm just combat. Every, what you saying? I'm about to say every, every cold verse outside of that Gucci verse. Niggas have to play that shit. Like, oh, bro, 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 bro. He said, "Girl, give me some head because I need it." But if I fuck with you, then I might eat it. That, that head is medicinal. That's nasty. That shit is medicine. <laughs> that means because I, I need it. It's an addiction, mom. I, I can't function without some head. Come on now. Cole really told him. And, and if the head is that good, I might, I might lick your cat. Come, that sound like a. That just sound like a nigga that's just horny. <laughs> I was trying to, I was like, where is he? Never mind. Shout out to Drake and Cole. I think we, he had seven songs in the top 10. Sexy red shit is fire. I, I don't know. Niggas that don't like uh rich baby daddy is wilding. It's the, it's the ratchet happy birthday, bro. This is, it's for the women. He made that's that his, for the women. That's his song. Niggas gotta, niggas, niggas gotta listen to Drake's album. Understand that he has different audience. All the songs in his album is not going to be for you. He has different audience to play for. It, it's either that or he has to release <laughs> separate um like EPs and put it together, like a hip hop EP, dance EP, R&B EP. When you listen to a Drake album, understand that not all the songs is going to be meant for you unless you are part of all his audience. That's fair. I think he has to do with like views. How he went through the seasons, he got to go through the seasons of different music he want to hear. Like the different vibes, like you got the controller vibe, you got the you know starting off in the fall type shit where you just love, like you just sad, you think about shit, you get to those win- those cold winter months. Oh, That's what you got I want to shout out. So so now I'm raising my grade to B plus because shout out to DJ Vibes. Go check out his mix. He's gonna release some more mixes this year. We taught we told him to to drop some more shit. Um, look on our Instagram. We be sharing his shit. So now I I've, I've listened to it in a car, and you know he be zooming and shit. I ain't gonna lie, the, the shit went from a B to a B plus, bro. 
playing it in a car and letting that shit. Cause he didn't because DJ Vibe didn't listen to the album at that time. He didn't listen to it. So we he was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go to Brooklyn, I'm gonna play it. Shit. I even started liking the 21 Savage song. Cause that shit was that shit was in a car. I was like, oh I told shit. You, you can't just play that shit, right? You gotta play that shit with the good headphones or the in the whip. Like you have to play that shit. So right now, I said the potential to A minus, but right now it's at a B plus because I heard it in the car. Even even the even the the toxic records, my nigga. Was sounding amazing. Maybe I need to get a new headphones. <laughs> but hey, also I ain't gonna lie to you. Let it, let it, let it, let let the album go. Real quick though, let's shout out the homies because the homies definitely got left. Shout out to to Wifey. She set up a guys night for us, so we all got to get together and have a little. I was gonna bring that in toxic segment. <laughs> Fine, we, we, we can go back to that, but just definitely shout out to the fam. You know who y'all know who y'all is. Like literally, the whole team was outside. It was like ten of us in the spot. So we definitely probably missing a couple, but you know, like literally the fact that my brothers got to come together, we got to celebrate, and we trying to do that more often. That definitely, you know, th- he was first person, first first shout person shooter mode, first person shooter mode. Um, real quick before we get to sports, because we got a lot of stuff to talk about sport. I'm excited for the new Wale on Black Ferran. I think he, I think, um, I want you just to one request, Wale is to finish that song with Jamie Fox. That you had on the last project, um, dearly beloved. But I'm excited for Wale. He's been quiet this whole time, and I know he's gonna have some heat on there. Hopefully, it's well received by the public because I always love Wale's album. He always have a he always have majority majority of the tracks. Always I was fuck with. He's dropping an album or a single tonight. No, um, not tonight, but he's he he just said that he has a new album coming out. And also he signed. And also I want to shout out to him too. He signed to Def Jam's Records. So shout out to him for it, because you know he'd be emotional about his music career. So I'm glad he's in a good place. That's so funny. Now sports. Oh man, real quick, Shannon Sharp. It's been it's been already a couple of days, but my nigga, they roast the shit out you, bro. You was looking like Medea. <laughs> they niggas made you like a school lunch lady. I ain't gonna lie to you, my nigga. They who whoever put that lipstick on you, bro. They don't care about you, my guy. Don't get them fired, but that shit was hilarious. Did you see some of the memes of Shannon Sharp? I saw a couple of them. He definitely like somebody gay auntie or they gay uncle. <laughs> however you want to look at it. He liked the nigga from what's he it called? Wigs on him. He liked the nigga everything. from Soul Plane. The, the the gay what's it called? The gay uh light attendant. Yeah. So, so Shannon Sharp, I you already know you got roasted, but it's like you want to talk about the back to back champs. Shout out to the Las Vegas Aces. I was actually at the game last night. They beat the Liberty in th- in four games. They included a seventy to sixty nine W last night on the road, down two starters. Bro, I was there. The Liberty lost that game. Asia Wilson is the best female player in the world. She might give some of these men wreck because her skill set, bro. I think when you watch the WNBA, the craziest thing is like you have to think about how skilled they are. And not saying they're not ath- they're not athletic, but they're not jumping forty inches off the ground. They're not clapping and dunking every play. You know the athleticism can't comp- overcompensate for lack of it's a team skill. sport, bro. No, Asia Wilson put them on her back, and I was like, I didn't realize she was left handed, bro. The way that she made moves with her left and right hand, going like hit the two dribbles to the rim, blow past the center on the mismatch, and then she locked up, bro. It was beautiful, and that last play, I think it kind of showed the difference between. St- superstars and like really really like all all league players and a superstar brianna stewart three of 17 sabrina ionescu she did not show up uh john paul jones I, 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 wait real quick um asia wilson 
she petty and i love it bro she's on her twitter right now oh wait um um she was going over the pick because i think she got like a fourth place vote of um uh vote and shit like that she letting niggas know i love it though but continue nah bro the energy was there and it's just like that last play it was like all for all the shit that liberty was talking vegas out out thugged them you feel me it's like oh we here like y'all got the y'all healthy but your star one of your stars is not making no shots the other star she can't. Sabrina Ionescu cannot guard for shit. And it's like, it's the perfect storm. Because think about the Liberty one. They took away the 2K cover from Asia, from Sabrina. They took away the MVP with Brianna. They won the Commissioner's Cup over Vegas, right? And, but they lost the thing that mattered most, the chip. And on your home court, Issa Rae was in there. Jason Sudeikis was in there. Uh, Nate Burleson who's, who's was that black. Um, who's the black female college coach who will be supporting our players? Oh, Don, I think she's from um, Gamecocks. Don Staley. Yeah, like people was in that motherfucker, bro. And it was just one of those things. Was like, God damn! Congratulations, Las Vegas Liberty. That last play was dumb. Like y'all didn't have it going. Y'all didn't know if y'all wanted to go one on one or if y'all was going like swing it. And then the person, like your fifth option, would carry y'all throughout the game, keeping it stacked. That's still not who takes that shot. You feel me? Like, Rihanna, yeah. Sabrina, you got to live with that one-point game. And it's like, if you saw how many shots rimmed out, so they was missing layups. I was like, God damn. Y'all really want to lose this game. And they did. So, congratulations, Las Vegas. Asia uh, Wilson. I'm surprised. It's New York. It's New York, bro. Are we, are we surprised, Brody? Nope. <laughs> it's New York sports, man. This is... It. It's sad to say, but I can't expect less, bro. Um, real quick, I wanted I wanted your take on the NBA top ten player rankings. Who's on the list? So we have uh, hold on, where was that list? It was it from ESPN. It was ESPN. I know it was bullshit because it was the the stars was angry. Yeah, because um, what you gonna call it? Everybody was uh. On one, they had they had Giannis again at number one, which is kind of crazy because he got swept and he wasn't the MVP. Then you had no, um, I know you had um, Joker at the second, which was kind of crazy. And then you only only Lakers had both AD and LeBron nine and ten, which was not which is not bad. I'm trying to find that list that everybody was uh, talking about. Uh, number ten was Anthony Davis. Number nine, LeBron James. Number eight, Shy Gilgis. Number seven, Kevin Durant. Number six, Jason Tatum. Number five, Stephen Curry. Number four, Luka Doncic. Number three, Joel Embiid. Number two, Nikola Jokic. Number one, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis shouldn't be number one. He he's in the top three though. He's in the I top would, three, but it should have went Joker and then Joel because Joel is the MVP and Joker Joker is the Finals MVP. You got to give them that. I would argue that I still would put Giannis at number one only off of the strength that he's going to do it on both ends. We're talking about individual player accolades. I think I know Jokic is an offensive system to himself. They had the benefit of longevity. He's still he's 1B. Don't get it twisted. I just yeah. think that he's going to shoot and score, but I think that with Giannis, I guess, well, actually, no. I think you're right. Jokic could be number one. You don't have to build a team around Jokic. You can give him a, whoever he's going to make it happen. But I, 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 would, I would think that if you're the MVP of the league last year, because this is based, based off last year um, work, if you're the MVP of the league, you should at least be top two. <laughs> That's my thought. Process. But I think in general, 
it was more of a Giannis was hurt, was banged up a lot last year. Uh, and I think Embiid's game has always flourished, scoring two-time scoring champ or whatever, you know, going crazy with the numbers, but it's always been predicated on health, and he don't win. Like, you feel me? Giannis has won as the one. Nikola Jokic has won as the one. Doncic and Giannis haven't won. I mean, Giannis, Gian, Doncic and Embiid haven't won as the one. You feel me? And I think mm-hmm. when you get to that top five, top, you know, top seven category, you want guys. Like, I personally might even move stuff up a little higher just off the strength of, like, I know he's won it, and he's been the guy. And what he brings to the court okay. is, like, you know, he don't need the ball to go crazy, which is insane to say. He can go get you 20, 20 points just off of running around screens and then still run point, play decent defense. Like, he can give, give you Luka-like numbers. You feel me? So... I'm not my, my thing. My my only my only adjustment is just because I'm biased. I just gotta put LeBron in the top five. After that, then I'm okay with everything else. If LeBron, <laughs> they said this on Gilbert Arena's podcast so eloquently. LeBron is in year 21. He's the only nigga on that list. Should be like, right, I'm cool with it because you're still considered. To <laughs> yeah. still be a top 10 to 20 at his worst. He's number 20, and that's that's hard to put 19 players above LeBron. But at his worst, just thinking about how he moves and whatnot. You could say he's 20, and in year 21 to still say that, you're better than 95% of the NBA or 96%. That's fucking impressive. Oh, what, what's your thoughts on Kyrie Irving being upset at being in, in, a, in the 30s? It's disrespectful because I think it's about personal. It's a lot. First off, let's keep it a stack. It's a lot of niggas that never played basketball at no level, let alone a high school level. Like, you feel me? Like, I'm not even trying to be disrespectful. It's niggas that wasn't making their high school team. Some of the people that got votes. You feel me? It was the water mm-hmm. boy. And there's a lot of people that run with narrative. Narrative and talent don't match. Don't mix and match. You're not going to tell me Kyrie is number 34. You're not going to tell me Zion's number 56. If we're going purely off talent and all of that, you're not going to say that. It's about probably what happened last year, what the narrative yeah. is, how reliable you think they are. But if I say when healthy, I put you on a court, then to your point, is LeBron really only number nine? Is AD really number 10? Is Tatum nah, number I, six? I, to be honest with you, I put an AD in my top 10. I, but – Ta- I'm saying talent for talent. You oh, yeah, talent for talent. You're yeah. gonna tell me talent wise, AD is not him and Joel. Oh, yeah, he's definitely top ten. Him yeah. and Joel and B aren't right here together. Yeah, Once is a little yeah. bit bigger. You, yep. You feel me? You're not gonna tell me that. Uh, who I'm trying to think. You're not gonna tell me Kawhi when healthy is up there with Jason Tatum. You feel me? Oh, I have him over. Jason exactly. Tatum. So that's why I like these lists are skewed in that. So it's like who's gonna have an impact this season based off of what stories and shit we've heard? I give that to you. But I'm not going to say you're definitively better. I think that's what the conversation kind of twisted. Yeah, so. I think I think people want to know the criteria on this list, but I think they're just basing it off last year. Now, if you do base it off last year, I, I can see why you put Zion at where he's at because when he was healthy, he was averaging a bunch of points, but then he didn't really play. And then Kyrie was going through that whole situation with the with the whole thing and also getting traded. So I can see why they put him in the 30s. But then, if that's the case, if you're using based off that, what about AD? <laughs> AD missed a lot of games last year. So he should definitely not be in the top 10 if you're basing off what happened in the court and injuries and all that other stuff. But then you also got to argue he was in the playoffs. And even though it was every other game, those games he was on, they won. You feel me? They knocked I off two know. They knocked off two higher seeds, and it's like they just ran into a bus saw. So I agree. Uh, real quick on the Kevin Porter Jr. situation, bro. This shit is crazy to me now because um his I don't know what we're supposed to say now. The victim, we're just gonna say the victim because I'm not gonna say um girlfriend or ex girlfriend because I don't know their situation now. 
the victim of the situation, WNBA star, I can't pronounce her name, so I'm not going to butcher it, said, made a statement saying that my injuries don't support any of these claims, that he didn't hit me, he never balled his fist up and hit me, and he didn't punch me in the face numerous times. That is a lie. I do not have any injuries to support that. She basically is denying all claims that Kevin Porter Jr. abused her. And after, after news of him being traded to Oklahoma City, where Oklahoma City wavered him immediately after the trade was cleared. And I slick this shit's type hard because from the start we only had we only had that he just got arrested for this. We didn't see no images. We just heard this thing. So it's kind of it's kind of tough now because now we in domestic violence cases, you you often see this a lot that the victim oftentimes tried to protect the abuser, but it's kind of like, damn, we don't have no evidence to go off of. Now are we going to not stand up for the victim or not believe the victim now too? So this is a weird case now because both, both two, two people's lives are basically in crisis now. Absolutely, and I think that the NBA made it as a business. The teams made it as a business with the trade. I was like, even with the trade, it's like, gosh, it, like that's even nasty. Teams is like, all right, we want to work this way. Even though it was for him to get waived, I think the NBA should have stepped in and just waited his contract. I think it, it's tough because it's like, yo, he's a valuable asset as an NBA player, but as a person, he's scummy. Same thing with Miles My, Bridges. Because I'm like, his story don't make sense neither. So just I think like a lot of athletes are, how am I going to say it? I'm going to say it straight up. They're little boys. I think as oh, yeah. men, we've talked about how men grow up and mature at, you know, slower rates. And a lot of times when you get money, that makes it even slower because you get stuck. I can have whatever I want. It's like a kid in a candy store with hundreds of dollars or millions of dollars. Right. So you really just hope whatever happened, he gets the help he needs. This isn't the first time that we've heard about some crazy shit happening around him or with him. And it's just like, all right, well, you got to figure and out. That, and that doesn't help him out a lot. That does not help him out. He has a history of bad behavior, but I also want to put it out there. Cause I want to be fair that, Manhattan prosecutors dropped one of the charges stating that he didn't break his girlfriend's neck at that incident. So there's still more things about this um, incident. We're going to stay tuned on it because clearly this shit is crazy. And Mile Bridges, bro, what the fuck, bro? Because you put, you put up good... This nigga here. Bain who, real quick before we get to the song of the week, that Logan Paul and Dylan fight was so crazy, bro. Slick, I ain't going to lie, this might be the 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 end of the YouTube boxing thing, cause bro, how the fuck did you build up this shit? Had niggas in cages going after each other for a lackluster fight like that, bro. It was never about the fight. It was personal. Niggas just wanted to see them niggas fight. That's why it's not going to go anywhere, cause it was spectacle. Spectacle will always win. They go but, but Dylan, that nigga pissed me off because you're not going to sit here and talk about my wife was sucking, my fiance was sucking dick. <laughs> She's a whore doing X, Y, and Z, and then we get. And then we get into the ring, bro, and you don't put up a fight? He got his bread. He don't give a fuck. Yeah. Anywho, um, KSI got robbed, but let's get to the song of the week. All right. If you listen to this on YouTube, please exit and go to one of your favorite streaming platforms, most likely a live podcast network, and go listen to the rest of the song. Or you can find our song of the week on Apple Music Playlist or our Spotify Music Playlist. All right, Slick, what's your song this week? Uh, First and foremost, I've been singing a lot of these Drake songs, but I'm going to keep it going. This song that we're playing today, I think I chose BBL Love. So, yeah, this is BBL Love off, uh, for all the dogs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
that pussy open for a real one She call me a baby like I'm still one They say love's like a BBL You won't know if it's real until you feel one Can I feel it, can I feel it, can I feel it, can I feel one What if I was somebody else? Would your ass still be here? What if I had a CDL, even at an STL On the way to ATL in a big 18 wheel Would your ass still be here? Would your ass still be here? Would you love Ed like you love Drake? Love Fred like you love Drake? Love Greg like you love Drake? Yes, yes, yes. BBL Love. That's one of them ones. And then my next record, this guy, I shouted him out early. He dropped a nice little project. The Boy Offset. This is Offset and Don Tolliver. Worth it. You got me, got me working. It's worth it. You tell me you're with on my purpose. You're doing whatever to hurt me. Ooh, it ain't nobody here doing like you, yeah, nah, nah. Ooh, I need anything cool in the coop like I got. Then I go around like a circus. I wanna buy a new bird. She wanna pop a new bird. Eliante on my body, diamonds hitting. It's hard to catch a vibe or go outside without you tripping. Got niggas trying to lie me, I can't ride without my pistol. I bought my bitch a killer, crocodile, but not no lizard. Bringing up the past, the shit I done done before. Your feet all in the sand, I flew her to Cabo. A friend got a little bend, she wanted to range roll. Watching on your gram, you're giving them angles. I'm paying for it. You ain't never got to stress about no landlord. You ain't never got to ask me what you plan for. Shout out to the boy Offset, man. I think it's dope when artists can kind of come into their own. I think ever since he came out with like the Ric Flair drip on the so, like solo projects, it's definitely been interesting to watch his growth as an artist and as an entertainer. I think he's very entertaining, which also lends to the reason a nigga like me will listen to Offset in the first place. Yeah, no, shout out to him. Now, that album was definitely dope. Now, you know, since you played Drake, I got to play Young Drake, right? I got to play Adonis. He just, re- if you listen to Daylight off the Foot of Dogs album, they finally released a full version of this. Here's Adonis, my man freestyle. Don't talk to my man like that. I like it when you like it. My, 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 my man. My, 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 my man. Don't talk to my man like that. Question, question, question. When Adonis grow up, can he say nigga? No. He's only quarter black. <laughs> he can't. I'm sorry. And I saw his family side. 
He can't say that shit, bro. <laughs> we, we, they, they don't even want Drake saying nigga. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, real quick before we get to the next song, y'all niggas is mad with that nigga is six years old. That he over here made a video of him playing basketball with his friends, and y'all niggas having a whole think piece on that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, my next song is Blakeyana. This shit is fire. I go along with the Ratchet Girls. Here's Blakeyana. Bing bong. Make me horny Ghost my last nigga He wasn't doing enough for me Shout out to them bitches Who keep my name in they mouth Just know I'm the big lead And you hold some Girl Scouts Airplane mode I don't wanna talk If money ain't being mentioned Thinking she could fuck with me This bitch and lost a lot If that nigga top five I'm granting him three wishes Pull to him on him Now he swear he can't stand bitches Pull to him on him Now he swear he can't stand hard My nigga pull up Hellcat Track hop Range roll I'm looking good as hell The fuck I look like standing Wardrobe. I get what I want and send these niggas off like mail. You can be his piece cause I'm the type to give him hell. He thought he had me put up. Crazy tail. More motion than a lot of niggas that slang and vacuum sell. Y'all might think it's drip, I just be getting fresh as hell. Young raw turn bitch, I ain't taking no chill. Oh, Blakey Yana. I ain't gonna lie, she has some carnivals pulling him on him and he said he can stand hoes. That's a fact. Don't pull up me on me. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I only pull on me. Okay. You don't do that on me. And then she said, I'm I'm the you could be the type to give him peace. I'm the type to, to give him hell. hell. That was a bar I heard that. I heard that. I was like, ooh, <laughs> this is, she stand on what she said. I, I respect that. Stand on business, Blakeyana. All right, please. Um, yeah, go to Apple Music Playlist or Spotify News Playlist. That's the time people the song of the week. But that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, the people's favorite slick. Drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You gonna love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. It's fun indeed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Toxic Service Announcement. All right. This TSA is brought to you by us. For you. <laughs> All righty, though. Um, no, no guest host this week. Uh, but I ain't gonna lie, we got a couple guest hosts for November. It's gonna be excited. But I just wanted a little update on the Jada and Will Smith debacle. I just wanna, you know, I kind of want to issue an apology. Maybe I was a little too hard on her because I think a lot of a lot of stuff that was said that she said about her marriage was talked about in Will Smith's book and other previous interview. I think one of the things that kind of really tipped me off about Jada was just the, was just the her recap of the Oscar slap. I think throughout this whole duration of them being in news, we all thought that there was an open relationship, but Will Smith has done his best to maintain the public view uh, of maintain a good image of their marriage. And I think Jada just doesn't care and she doesn't move with the same grace that will has, but she basically, they both said the same thing. So I can't really be too, too hard on her. I was just, I think what really pissed me off about her was just the way she handled the question about the Oscar, just saying like, Oh, I didn't hear him call me his wife in years. That wasn't needed. That was in-house business. That man Stood on stood stood on business for you and slacked the shit out of a nigga. You should have stood in business for him in that interview. I just want her to carry the same grace 
Because also, for the women that was talking about, oh, Will Smith is not being... Bi- he's, they've been separated since 2016. He has already dealt with this, went to therapy. He wrote a book about it. He's comfortable. Yes, he, he's, not, he's not bothered. You're not going to see no official statement, even though he kind of trolled on his Instagram account about that. Obviously, he's not going to do it. It's 2023. He doesn't work past this. But I just didn't like what she said about in that interview. But other than that, I would like to fall back my hate on Jada. What's your thoughts, Slick? Who you fucking that guy? She talking this bullshit. <laughs> Come on now. They, they listening, bro. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, they said it. <sighs> this might not go well. <sighs> let, me find my, let me find my center. Nigga. Come on. I'm preparing myself because we got some guests coming. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I gotta really still find my center. I don't give a fuck. Like, yo, separated not is a line of respect, right? And this is all being done to promote a book. Why you ain't say this before? Timing is everything. I think that again, I seen the videos, marriage is a, a, a business decision as much as if not more than about love that as we try to perceive it to be, as we hope it to be. We also see the idea of like Will like he was just they were just together celebrating her mother's birthday. You feel me? Like, it's they're still a family. We're not going to negate that. We're not going we're gonna say that their personal lives, they how they spend their time, like, is it mostly apart? Probably. But they protrude this this vision of unity. When shit hits the fan, they come together. Not saying what straight what, you know, makes that reaction happen, but you're not gonna ask you to stand ten toes down with you when niggas is talking shit about you because you was fucking a, a baby. You feel me? And then when your shit about to come out Oh, all of a sudden we wasn't we not married, or you know, now it's like you're being very specific in how you want the narrative to change around you. It gives narcissists, and that's my fucking problem with it. That's my fucking problem with it. I think that a lot of times in people's decisions, yes, narcissism plays a role, but this is like as veiled as you know. Well, this is just my truth. It's my story. It's your convenience. It's the convenience of the story. You're telling the story in this way to shed light on how you feel, what you feel is important. You was married to one man, and as as much as you, Tupac was a friend to you, you know that was a sore spot for your husband. He had to live with them jokes and shit forever, even before social media went crazy. His book, bro. And you still, even to the day, like he posted a nice. You don't have to post shit for your birthday. You posted Pac. You feel me? He's had to endure that. And not saying Will has never probably done anything wrong, but in terms of publicly embarrassing his wife, that's one nigga you haven't had to worry about. You feel me? Like, this is a nigga who's trying to give his woman the world just to show I'm worth it. And I think that validation is it selfish on his part? Yes, I give him that. But it's not selfish and narcissistic on her part to always try to absolve herself from blame because it's like, I want to do that. That's bullshit. That is straight up narcissism. Niggas do it too all the time, and we don't say when when niggas do it, we do it. We don't call them out on it on this podcast. Shit, when I do it, I th- I have to reflect them. They go to my therapist and like be reminded, like, yo, you want some bullshit right now, and I respect that. Sometimes you got to call a spade a spade. So I'm not going like when I saw people capping like, oh, Will's doing this and that. Shut the fuck up, because y'all the same people that be like, I wish a man would do X, Y, and Z for me, and then when a nigga do it, oh, you're not the right nigga. Fuck out of here. Miss me with that. <laughs> Miss me with that. I agree. No, I agree. So and my- also, what I mean by movement with grace was 
Will Smith was doing his thing, but if you if you remember that red table talk, he looked at her like, I told you fucking with that young nigga would have came out. <laughs> he basically said, like, I told you not to do that, fucking with that nigga. That nigga because all his things, NDA certified, shut up, <laughs> they sealed and locked away. But that's the you thing. Wanna, that's oh, go ahead. The, there's a way to navigate that, bro. Exactly. NDAs, yo, we gonna do it. This is what it's finna be. That nigga made a hit fucking song. Can we play? Hold on. Keep talking. Oh. <laughs> no, no. I expect him to go off. Like, I'm just no. A, this is a real quick update. <laughs> no, I'm going off oh, because I'm not. We're not going to play that game where because, oh, they were separated. No, we are legally married. Shut the fuck up. Tell the story in a way where it's not belittling and demeaning to me when I'm still on this downward spiral in my career for reacting to some shit that involved us. If I can be embarrassed with you, you're not going to add to that and distance yourself from it. We sharing the house. We sharing the life. Them niggas, he just literally posted a picture at her fucking mother's birthday. Not saying he can't love, have love for his mother, but they're in that shit. Like, come on. He's still telling the story, yo, regardless of what's happening outside this house, this is my fucking wife, which legally it fucking is. But then she out here fucking nigga that's going to put this shit out. Special moment in history. Let's, I don't even care, right? Come on. I'm sorry, well, I had to do it. He fucking with a young and I be doing shit he like. This is the fucking fresh phrase. It's what? Oh, and the world can see. Neither, apparently, neither is you, Willow. Look, look. look at this bullshit. That's on my fucking playlist on all the phones. <laughs> God damn, you got it, Slick. <laughs> I'm tired of this shit. You got it. No, no, no. I hate that, shit, bro. I genuinely hate that shit. When I like, as I've grown up, I'm like, yo. We gonna stand on it when it's like nigga. Somebody hey, on one, like me on the pot. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm saying we're not gonna cap because legally you're still married and that shit still means something. You're not gonna. You're not gonna use this to sell a product. You embarrassing a nigga to sell a product. Let's keep it a stack. No. And well, it is a in for punishment. Um, we, he, we we know this about him now. And I'm not saying he didn't do his shit. Like yo, we got the Marco Robbie jokes. We understand. But nigga, like, if you don't love me, let me go. You could go. You don't want to keep me here. And then now it's like all the shit is out in the public, and you trying to distance yourself. Like I'm the issue. Fuck out of here. What's next? Okay, um, you had this on the topic. Go ahead. This is your toxic segment. Yeah, you had this next thing going here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't. I. I. That shit really. I did my slick talk into is about that because I'm just like, yo, why are we in, like? I'm just stop embarrassing niggas in public. Like, yo, whatever y'all got going, like, people ain't shit. I understand it. But, like, we're selling a product. That's what part that's being negated. It's not like we hearing this shit on media takeout like we did 10 years ago. Like, cut that shit the fuck out. Um, I'm trying to see. Yeah, uh, speaking of uh, shiesty marriages, <laughs> uh, Tyrese, we've talked about it. You know, he, we, we kind of did a recap on his Breakfast Club interview. Uh, and then he's talking about like the impact of the drugs and him being with uh, his ex-wife and how he feels. His ex-wife put out a clip, so I'm going to play it. We're going to just try to jump into this because I got this shit working this week. This is his ex-wife making a comment about their marriage and divorce. If I had different people in my ear at that time, I would not have made that decision, no. Wow. I wouldn't. 
And that's the truth. I, um, I try my very best at this point in my life to be what I didn't have in that moment. Um, because I think that I was, women were like, I'm an extremely emotional person. People that know me know that about me. I'm the kind of person. Sound like a whole lot of clarity and cap. But uh, yeah, if you didn't get the point, essentially Tyrese's ex-wife says that if she didn't have the people around her that she did at the time, she would have never filed for divorce from that man. AKA she listened to her whole friends. <laughs> That's basically what it meant. She you listened to your whole friends. Oh, you could get a you could get a lot of nigga. You don't need him. Fuck it. Um, there's always a better option. Get the bag, mama. And look what happened. Now you sad. <laughs> Bro. It's one of those things like I think growing up, and I've been doing a lot of reflection about this in the last like probably especially like the last three years or such. We are slaves to our emotions. I think as men, we more so, like, we roll with the punches. Like, yeah, I'm not happy today, but I'll be happy tomorrow, you know? I think a lot of times, as the story goes, a lot of times, some women be like, I'm not happy today. I'm probably not going to be happy tomorrow, so I'm going to go do what I got to do. And then it's like, oh, shit, that probably wasn't the best play. And I think the biggest thing with that, like, I, I was telling Shorty, I was like, yo, Tyrese, uh, Tyrese has, like, somebody's on his side. Envy was trying to, pl- trying to play him. That nigga about to go to jail and get his booty played with. Fucking... You know, him and him, he got back in, uh, what's it, Fast and Furious, you feel me? He's getting kind of recouping from what's everything that kind of happened with the uh, the psychedelic drug issue. But then this was his biggest thing. His albums have been about his ex-wife and how she left him. His, his Even the verbiage, the pain he has felt, even in a new relationship, he said, like, that shit hurt me because I did not see that shit coming. And I think as a man, all men can sympathize with that because it's like when you don't, it, it hurts the worst when you, when, it's two times. When you don't see it coming, you have you still can't justify what happened, or you noticed it happening before it happened, and you tried to prevent it. You tried to address it before it became a thing, and it's just like no. You yeah. So that shit, and it's also like I think her app, in my opinion, like growth is growth. I will give you growth, but a lot of times growth can come off as cap. Because I didn't hear accountability in that. I didn't hear you know what I fucked up. I hurt him. I you know I made a poor choice. I heard her deflect to other people. Which raises Hell, the- I didn't have the right um, circle around me. So that's why I made the wrong decision. No, you made the wrong decision because of you. <laughs> As a fucking adult, too, I'm like, any choice I make is my choice. It's not a you thing. It's not a them thing. It's a me thing. And when we say accountability, that's what we're looking for. It's like, yo, I'm aware of what I stand on what I did. And I know it was wrong. Like, I have to stand on it because I did it. You feel me? So to say Tisha, Larissa, and... Should Shanana, whatever, whoever she was hanging out with was the reason that she divorced her husband. And she said she was madly in love. And she goes, like, if you listen to clips, she was like, I go through emotions. We all do as people, men and women. But again, that commitment to marriage and that shift, that push to be like, yo, I'm in this with you, like, in sickness and health, like, that's real. That's why I'm important. They make you uh, say an uh, oath for a reason, bro. They make you say it for a reason, from it, sickness to health and all that good stuff. They don't just say it to because it sounds good. They bro. say it because they mean something. <laughs> so it was just one of those things. I heard it. And I was like, "Yo, I get it." I knew, like, everybody know they got the uncle or the cousin or the brother or the sibling or some somebody who lost a good one. Excuse me, you know. And the way they talk about them, and for Tyrese, the way he was talking about it, like he was upset because he's like, "I just don't get it. 
I was trying to be who I thought she who I, I was me, but trying to be what she needed. Now that I was a perfect no, but shit, I did don't think I deserved how this went. And I, exactly, and that's why I was like, yo, that shit right there, dog. That shit real. So that shit painful. I, I mean, he's in a new relationship. I hope she finds happiness at the clarity. But I think she can't. Again, it's almost narcissistic to deflect to other people. Why aren't we? Why aren't you focusing on well, what feelings you had? She said, "I'm emotional," but emotions don't make you throw away that type of shit. You feel me? So, so, so let's give the people some some advice. So that's why I always preach: keep reasonable people at your side. Always, you know, always check your circle, but also far as relationship where you are because it, it it is important to talk to people about problems about you know that you might go through but always keep that number low and also keep it to people that give you um non-biased opinion because oftentimes what people don't understand is when you complain about your partner because that's that's a lot of reason why i don't accept what she said too because it's kind of like you're going to your friends and you most what you most likely are doing you're telling all the negative things that your partner has done. And most likely you are not either telling your what you've done wrong or you're not emphasizing what you have done. So your friends most likely have a biased view on the situation that you're going through. That could be the case. So and they plus they're on your side already. So off the rip, yeah, they're going to bad talk your husband. They're going to tell you these things and you might get influenced by that. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm just want to piggyback with that. Or sometimes they just want you to be down bad with them. Oh yeah, that's you. you Misery love company. Yeah, you could have a good one, but it's like shit. We be in a club. What the fuck you doing, girl? Get that money. Let's go. I don't have what you got, and you got instead people be jealous of you, and you don't even know. That's why you supposed to have people that's uh, that keeps it real with you, that calls you out when you need it. Because if if you find out. Cause that's I often see that with a lot of friendship. Not just with, some people will have people that would just um. And no, just when people talk about their relationship, they only emphasize what that person do. When they want to talk about what their partner's wrongdoing, they emphasize that part. They don't emphasize what they have done or their reaction or how is that. That plays a part to play the whole story. So I'm only getting this one side of the story. That's why I can't even blame her whole friends like that. Because depending on who they are, they could have just got one side of the story over here. Of course, they're going to sit here and shit on your, on your partner. And then also, if you're such a high emotional person, you should at least follow the 24-hour or the 48-hour rule. Yeah. When you when you high emotion and you feel some type of way, sleep on it. Let 24 or 48 hours, if it still bothers you to the point where it's interrupting stuff, then you bring it up. But then you have a better chance of communicating better than in that moment when you hire for emotion. And now your word, now you can gather up your thoughts and gather up your words and communicate better. And I don't, th- you know, so that's a, that's a, that's a little advice for people out here. Good facts, good facts. Now, Ian asked. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> okay. So we talked about um, us, the boys hanging out. So during this hangout, you know, whenever you hang out with your boys, you find out new information about them that you didn't know. So we over here joking about something. You know, you can mention it if you want to, Slick, because that's your stuff. But anywho, we find out, you know, we talking about, oh, yeah, you're going to eat her from the rooter to the tutor. He's like, no, fuck it. I might get <laughs> eaten from the rooter to the tutor. And it was like, it was like the record scratch. Hold on. You want the girl to flip your leg like a convertible? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. I'm... And, and side note, it went to 
uh, a whole gangbang ass licking thing. <laughs> that went to that. We should have recorded that. <laughs> I'm not gonna go too in depth on how we got to that part. My names, no names. But found out niggas is getting their ass eaten out here, <laughs> and it was a divide. <laughs> <laughs> so um being from narcissism talk, ass talk, <laughs> so you know us guys are comfortable with eating girls ass now and you know i like my gooch a little lick but once you get to my ass i don't know how i feel about that <laughs> like what's your thought <laughs> shit <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm, nah hold on I, I wasn't prepared for this either <laughs> i think that if a if, if you would a woman you trust if she go explore it yeah but it's like it's not something you ask for. Right. I, I oh, think, pause, I think, pause, I, pause, pause, pause. How do you even? First of all, I have a couple questions. How do you initiate this? <laughs> no, that's the funny part. That's pause, funny part. pause. What? What? I don't even want to say position, but I got to what position are you in? Why are you getting your ass eaten? I'm not going too far in this conversation. And also, do you give a recap or do you ask for it again? <laughs> one, one, one. This was a long ass time ago, <laughs> so I think that yeah. Don't put that on your fiance. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Oh uh, nah. I was like in the instance where it did occur. I I don't think you asked for it. I don't think like you like some shit. Sometimes shit just happens. Sometimes you just have too much honey, and something happens. But there's no. But she kind of like she kind of she was kind of giving you head, and then she kind of just like lift your leg up a little not bit. Not even, not even, not even, not even on type of shit like that. Like I think that what it happened, it was just like, oh shit, she was at the gooch and it, just, it just slipped. And I was like, oh, and she she stayed. Then I was like, oh, <laughs> you feel me? This was like that ass like ten years ago, which is the funniest part about this. <laughs> but I remember it because I was like, that is a hell of a feeling. <laughs> but you know, the funny part the first time I had you like, yo, nigga, am I gay? <laughs> but you wasn't wilding though. <laughs> We're not gonna say the individual name. We're gonna let him come on the podcast and talk about this himself. But homeboy, <laughs> no, 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 it was definitely one of the situations. I was like, oh wow, that was that was that was pleasurable. It's my angel, but you don't ask for it. I was like, you definitely don't ask for it. You definitely like, like oh, hold on, which she gonna wish how how how? how I mean. After she do it like one or two times, you could just ask. No, her, I don't think I, I, I don't like think my for asshole. I'm, I'm, I'm being completely transparent. I don't think it's happened more than twice in my. No, life. I'm just talking about in general. Like if she does, if she if she did it one or two times, you're not going to be like, I right, yo. Nah, nah, that's wicked. That's wicked. Because you know what? If it, my booty a, hole brown. <laughs> that's that'd be the scary part. Because I think as niggas, we all understand. Sometimes it'd be like, oh shit, damn, I gotta go again. You feel me? But the times oh, that happened, man. I was like, it was cool. You feel me? But definitely, I'm, I'm done none of that extra wild shit, like legs in the air type shit. That's a little wild. And I was like, the first time I was like, wait a minute, nigga, am I gay for liking that? <laughs> I was like, hold on. Oh, so pause. Answer the second question. How? No, no, I told like, you. I told you it was just like she just give, she's giving me head, look at my gooch, and she slid a little lower. That was it. no. How? Pause. Is your legs in the air like a convertible? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, that wasn't happening. No, I've been ten toes down on that. No. Well, like I said, I think that I've said it on the podcast before. I think that this is a woman I trusted, like a woman that was like, yo, legit. Like, we was like, you know, we was like that back in the day. So it was like the fact that it happened, it was kind of like, oh, shit. Like, you know, it was some, a, a, a method of comfort. Like, I oh, think, you know what I forgot? Now the conversation went even deeper. It did go left. It did go left. Because <laughs> I was like, shit, you OD. This wasn't me. <laughs> okay, this wasn't slick. I'm not going to put Nigga, okay, someone. <laughs> Mention what happens if Shorty sticks a thumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think at that point the divide got even wider. I, I think, yeah, I think it was against. Like, I think it was like not against one at that point. 
Like, wait a minute, they use a rotisserie <laughs> now, chicken. Funny. I mean, that's where they say the G spot is. <laughs> uh, I haven't gotten there. No, no, my freak nasty. So, no. Nah. Nah, you can't put a finger in my ass because I I lose all manhood. Like, cause I can't talk shit. She go like, like Maxwell. <laughs> but nah, nah, we don't we don't come on here. We don't project it. But at the same point, we're like, hey, ladies, if, if you ever feel a little freaky, sometimes you gotta see how he react. He might he might punch you in the forehead. He might be like, oh shit, that was alright. Hey, um, you know, there's there's the belief that anything that you do with a woman sexually is not gay. Um, I don't really I don't, I don't know. I don't hundred percent behind uh, that. Belief. I don't. I don't. Because if a nigga letting a girl peg him, nigga, you have secret tendencies. I'm sorry. You might. Ugh. I don't, I don't suck shame, but that's, I'm going to laugh at your ass. Nigga, what? You was a bottle? Yeah, that's a, yeah. I, I'm glad that didn't bring up, because if I find out one of these niggas had, got pegged, oh. <laughs> but we're going to bring this, we're going to bring these individuals on the podcast in the future and let them explain their case. But um, only thing I'm saying is, you better not be on all fours getting your ass eaten. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Niggas was playing puppy dog child. Like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Matter of fact, maybe, maybe she jerking you off and then eat. I don't know. Maybe. I haven't got my ass eaten. I'm a big dude, so that's why I didn't advocate for it. <laughs> that's fucking but crazy. maybe, maybe, but hey, no finger in the butt, though. You put a thumb in that girl's butt, you don't get a thumb in your butt. But hey, to each their own. Let's get to our choose one. <laughs> All right. This week's choose one. We're going to keep it on the sports side. Slick. So niggas went from narcissism. You... Wait, wait, wait. We went from narcissism to eating ass to sports. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm going to read the, bo- the whole I dock it next time. <laughs> hey, this might not go up. <laughs> All right. This week's choose one. Would you rather come off the bench with a championship or start? But not make the playoff while scoring thirty nine points a game. Oh, Remember my thirty nine. Remember my thirty nine. I thought I like I normally. This came from Gil, um, Gil's Arena. Shout out to them. Give me my fucking thirty nine. I'm cool. I'm still getting the same check. No, 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 bro. I'm getting a thirty nine because we're not going to get the same check. But I'm if I'm, I'm scoring thirty nine points a game. No, I'm, I'm in be- the NBA. Max contract, baby. That's what I'm saying. Though I'm gonna get my money. I'm good. And how long? I, I come off the bench when I'm like 34. My knees messed up. Like, all right, y'all, I'm on my way out. But I'm gonna no, get no, you not. Part of the question that happened on Gills Ring is if you do score 39 points a game, you're you're never going to win a championship. But if you come off the bench, you're going to win a championship. I'm so good. It, so it basically asks: Is championship that important, or being a man is that important? I'm the. I want to be that nigga. Speaking of narcissism, fuck that. Yes. <laughs> Let me like in real life, like like I'm fine either way. But if you tell me like, yo, you can go get, get a ring and be the six man, unless I'm like Andre fucking Eagle Dollar or something, where I'm winning Finals MVP off the bench and shit, and I'm gonna always be remembered. I'm gonna get my points. That's a fact. Cause you know what, thirty nine. Would you rather be Kenny Smith or Charles Barkley? Now Kenny Smith is famous and liked because of his commentary on NBA on TNT. He's not famous for his role on the Houston Rockets back-to-back championship. That's Fendi. That's right. That's Would you rather be Charles Barkley regarded in the top 75 player of all time list? That's basically what it is. Would you rather be Kenny Smith or Charles Barkley? I'm, and, I'm Charles Barkley. You put me on all the commercials. Because look at happened. Look at Allen Iverson. Never won a championship, but goddamn it, Hall of Fame. You can't talk about his influence on the game. If you're scoring 39 points a game, my nigga, you're not only going to get max contract. You're going to get wild endorsement deals. 
you're going to be set for life. That's like that's like the other conversation. Would you rather your, would you rather earn fifty million dollars in your career and win a ring, or get or get a hundred million dollars and never win a ring? Nigga, give me that hundred because there's niggas that one championship ring that's selling that shit <laughs> for less. Give me my extra fifty. <laughs> let, me, let me go be that nigga. You feel me? All right, though. So that's the end of the episode. Um, please download the Alive Podcast app on iOS and Android. And please follow us on social media at This Might Not Go Well. If any brand deals, business opportunities, please email us at This Might Not Go Well at gmail.com. I'm the host with the most. Him Duncan, him Eterna, you feel me? Him Wilson, <laughs> B Breeze, AK Poppy Sazon. It's your boy Slick. Remember, I'm a civilian. Y'all be great, and we out of here. To Cal. Try to tell them we up next, you can't stop that uh-huh. <laughs> This your favorite podcast, favorite podcast Every show is lit, baby, you know what we finna do Slick on talk that slick talk, he gon' get political okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga, oh well We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well <laughs> This might not go Hey, <laughs> hey, that's it, one take We not even doing it again Keep that, that's the one Thank you.